there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Peter Grant. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 700. So could Kilmarnock actually win the League Cup? just 10 years after they last won. Will the Jags make it to the semi-final in Hamden? They're at Petordre tonight. Rangers in action later at home to Dundee. And Celtic at Motherwell. The Celtic team has just dropped a few changes. It's Sigrist and goals. Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Jens and Taylor, O'Reilly, Moy and Hatate, Abada, Haksabanovic and Kyogo. Barry Ferguson is, is Barry Ferguson is here. <laughs> Easy for me to say, Barry. And Peter Grant, Peter, first thoughts. What about the Celtic team? Very strong again, Paul. I think we've said that all along. We think that's probably Celtic's biggest strength is the group of players they have. You know, they've taken Kyogo after Jack and Mack is getting a few at the weekend, so it shows you the strength I've got up front. And I've been impressed with Hatsabanovic. So so it's nice to see him getting some more game time. Barry, did you think Kyogo would come back in tonight? I'm just looking as well, Sigrist in there. What do you feel about the Celtic team? Yeah, it's still, what Grant as you says there, it's still a real strong Celtic team. Obviously, Yakimakis getting the, the, the double at the weekend. He may be disappointed that he's not been given a bit of game time tonight, but it just shows you the strength and depth that, that Celtic have got. And when you look at that starting 11, Paul, um, it's as strong as you, you can get. And I fully expect Celtic to... Um, make their way into the semi-finals tonight 0808 17 17 700 it's great we love these nights Barry don't we Peter when the games are on there's so many on I mean Aberdeen against Partick Thistle could the Jags is there a bit of magic in the cup for them what about Kelly after last night the 2-1 win against Dundee United here's the bench for Celtic Joe Hart Giacomakis McCarthy Idaguchi Bernabe Abelgard Maeda Forrest and Ralston it's very very strong Peter absolutely you know, it's, adds about um Abada um, playing is important as well for him because he needs to start scoring goals as well I've said about Mieda so Abada playing I'm glad to see he's playing because I think he does very well for Celtic he's a goal threat and it's good to see the young man getting out there and I think he's got good legs as well for the team this team and the way the manager wants to play I think it's important for guys like that still get game time I understand why but it doesn't often happen does it that you score a hat trick at the weekend and then you're on the bench what kind of conversation would that be Barry if you were the manager <laughs> well listen it's in terms yeah. of James Ford he's not had a lot of game time under um, Posta Coglu but listen he showed his qualities um, at the weekend scoring a hat trick there's been a lot of debate is he a, a Celtic legend? Is he a, a top player? You just need to look at the trophies that James Forrest has won and the amount of games he's played and reaching that 100 goal mark. Um, for me, he's still a quality player and I think he's still got a lot to offer Celtic. Here's the Motherwell team. I want to throw that to you, Peter. Motherwell are Kelly, McGinn, Solholm, Lamy and Penny, Goss, Slattery, Spittle, McKinstry, 
scorer of the weekend, Shields and Van Veen. So, yeah, good motherwell team. Can't they, get much wrong. Yeah, they ran yeah. Rangers close. They didn't play brilliantly. Listen, I think but, they'd be crazy yeah. if they didn't play their best team. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's the opportunity you get in the cup. There's always surprises. You don't want it to be you. I'll be surp- I will be surprised if Celtic lose the game, to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. But if I'm anybody else, it's the best way. Barry will tell you we won the cup with Birmingham. Nobody gave us a home hell, you yep. know, and we struggled in the early rounds. And the thing was, we get to the final, you play the strongest probably team in Arsenal at that particular time, and you end up winning it. So that's all the possibilities of cup ties. And as I say, it'd be silly for anybody else not to play the strongest sides. Wonder what the bonus was that day, either of you. I'm sure you're not going Barry to tell would us. Probably yeah. know, I wouldn't you know. <laughs> <laughs> was it good? Yeah. No, you'd be surprised. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't it's the not. best. Was yep. it still Sullivan and Gold in charge no, at that no, time. Not no, moved on. No. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about the owners <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. on the bench for Motherwell Oxborough the keeper uh, Stephen O'Donnell Mugabe Maguire Cornelius Morris Tierney Miller and Ferry do you expect a goal fest tonight for that game and also for Rangers tonight's huge game for Rangers they need to get goals yeah I, I expect both to, to win convincingly but Motherwell the, when Rangers went to Motherwell the weekend I, th- I thought it there wasn't a lot of quality in the game if I'm being honest the, the real bit of quality was Tillman's goal but even looking at a model point of view I think they'd be disappointed to lose that there was five players round about Tillman um, I'm sure Stevie Hamill um, would have had a few words to say about that but I fully expect Celtic to go to third part with this, the the strength of the Celtic at 11 um, I firmly believe that they'll win and also Rangers tonight Dundee at home no disrespect to Dundee but there's championship for a reason and I expect Rangers to make a couple of changes but I'm expecting Rangers to, to win by three or four goals Paul. any chance he'll play Morelos and Cholak together? Um, no, I, no. He's, look, I, I think he he's um, he plays his 4-3-3 system that's the yeah. system he likes I expect Morelos to start the game um, no doubt about it there might be another few changes maybe Yilmaz who we spoke about Monday who's not had a lot of game time maybe this is the the game to bring him in but also Rangers need to remember this is a chance to get into a semi-final mm. so they need to put out a strong team and make sure that they, they get um, over the line with Dundee I think it's massive for Rangers. I think it's massive for Celtic. It's, it's the first one that gives you that trophy. Yeah. And you know, that was the most important one. I never, I was unfortunate or not good enough to win the League Cup. And I knew how important it kicked on other teams that was winning. Aberdeen won it when we were there. Rangers won it. You know, and we kept losing finals and whatever. And we had a torturous six years. You know, and that was an opportunity every time it came around. We were desperate to win the League Cup. And I don't see why a Celtic Rangers I would never ever because every competition you're in for these clubs you have to win you have to beat your best you have to try and win it and it puts the first trophy and if it's Celtic who go and win it it puts extra pressure on Rangers if it's Rangers who go and win it it puts extra pressure on Celtic knowing they've already got a trophy in the cabinet you know and I think that's very very important so I'd be surprised if Rangers make a lot of changes I definitely don't see him going with the two strikers because I don't think he's going to ever use that in his league competition so I don't think he's going to do that play the two of them together so I, I think it'd be remiss of him to do that if he was going to do that tonight and Barry when you look over the years Rangers had won it more than any other club followed by Celtic but you have to go back to season 2010-2011 Rangers beat Celtic after extra time 2-1 from a Rangers point of view too long yeah too long we spoke about that last season about the Scottish Cup it it was too long and and thankfully um, the, the team got over the line there with that one but I, I would be wary of making a lot of changes. They need to make sure they get in that semi-final. And as Granted just says there, I, I think it made a difference to Celtic last year when they got the cut. It gave them that spark. 
and the first trophy in the cabinet is always the most important one and it gives you that, that confidence to, to kick on so I fully expect both of them to be in the, the draw for the next round no doubt in my mind about that Peter Celtic have won it six times in the last eight years it's a bit greedy is it not yeah, <laughs> they, they could have given you one surely yeah, the three finals saying, but that's what I'm saying but that's the expectation <laughs> yep. uh, Paul you know that you have to yeah. there is no doubt you're expected to win the treble every, every year and there's no getting away from that if you lose one it's a big disappointment and people will say that's ah, only the league club <laughs> not the football club or not the players because it's drummed into you you have to be successful consistently and getting that trophy and seeing the pictures and the champagne and that going whenever it gets played the first uh, competition and you're the winner of it and some of these boys you know for the first time though maybe when the new boys coming in getting that feeling of being a winner is so so important being part of Celtic or Rangers you have to have that winning mentality and that's expected of you day in day out and the first chance you get to do that with a bit of silverware is obviously a league cup so the draw comes up after the Rangers game tonight that's the late one the Celtic game early if you wonder why it's because they're both on Premier Sports so Celtic an hour from now we'll kick off Celtic uh, at Motherwell and then Rangers later yeah, Barry can I just yeah. say Celtic I love playing there but I Barry mean pitch. the pitch yeah. on Sunday I mean I, I spoke about it yeah. Monday, uh, Monday night on the show an absolute bowling green that's as a player there the sort of pitches and they obviously soaked it before it that's the sort of surface what a change in the last few years yeah, yeah, yeah fair play to the ground and I think was it you that mentioned that they'd spent or Mark Guidi had yeah. said they spent what 750 yeah, nearly a million. grand a million yeah. pound on it so and you can see the difference in it it's yeah. an absolute bowling green it's the hybrid isn't it it's the real thing but I think there's some oh, yeah, there's no slope on it now no it's magnificent so, it makes a difference <laughs> that's what they do yeah. with them all now Paul yeah. they have to do that. And that listen that's the quality you want to do and that's what well, it's a lot of money as I say with the finances that come into football nowadays that you don't get in Scotland but having a great pitch is fantastic for your players as well but as I say I'm sure Celtic will go there and turn it on tonight big win last night for Hamilton Ackies so yeah, one nil against top joint top of the table Inverness. Yeah, they were sitting second, second bottom. Yeah. I know you're laughing, but I always keep an eye on Hamilton Ackies. That's my my local team, and they have been struggling. That was a big win for John Rankin. He, he yeah. needed that because um, he's obviously going to be under a bit of pressure. And going up to Inverness, it's never an easy place to get a mm. to get a point. Never mind three points. So go on the Ackies. Delighted for him yeah. because John's been working hard. You know, doing all these badges doing all these coaching he's at Hearts doing the young teams and that there so delighted he's taking the opportunity to get into Hamilton and get the results I've seen him a few times this season like, you can see what he's trying to do but it's a very very young group of players sure, so you're yeah. going to get accidents and mistakes and bad results and it's just sticking with that and hopefully John gets the chance and as I say getting results like last night puts a feather in his cap because that's that, that's what he wants now to give them that belief because as a manager or a coach Barry will tell you you can tell them you can't give them the confidence mm-hmm. the only way they get that is by winning games of football and it doesn't matter how you win it that's what gets you over the line and then all of a sudden that confidence comes in and you sometimes think you're better than you are yeah. then you know what I mean and that, that's the way it works that's the way football works a West of Scotland team going up to Inverness and winning it's always good news isn't it <laughs> it's a long trip it is definitely long, long is, but hey they'll be happy in the way back down yeah points, well done listen yep. Dodgy's got a good team up there mm-hmm. Absolutely. for sure Let's go to, what about the Jags tonight? Could they surprise us and win at Petordry? Aberdeen against Partick Thistle, 7.45 tonight. Peter, what do you think? They did it in 1971, I know, 51 years ago, but they were up against Celtic with Kenny Dalglish and you know, Billy McNeil, a, a fantastic Celtic team, but they won it then. Is there any chance in the modern game that they could win? I'd be surprised if Partick go there tonight and win, just because of the fact that Aberdeen are stronger. Right round the board, you would say that, and I think Ian would say the exact same thing. 
But as we say, as a cup tie, the Thistle team have been together for a long time. They've got a good experience within their group. So, Coley will go in there expecting to try and get a good performance. And if he gets that from his team, anything's possible. And Aberdeen have been that type of team, haven't they? One, they've got a great result and then they've had a poor result. You know, so anything can happen. And, uh, and I'm sure Jim won't take it lightly because I think it's an opportunity, like as we're talking about the Cup, for Aberdeen that to get to semi-finals. And they'll be thinking, this is a big opportunity for us. And that's the way they've got to look at it. But nothing would surprise you be Collie, that's for sure. But yeah, they're, they're, they're flying high in <coughs> yeah. the, the yep. championship. I've seen him a couple of times on um, the Friday night games mm-hmm. on, on BBC. And he's got a good team, as, as Grant mentioned there. They've been together for a a period of time which which certainly helps Aberdeen are a, a new team but you look at the, the the quality Aberdeen are at home I think Aberdeen will just have too much but I don't think it'll be an easy game for Aberdeen I think it'll be a close one but I just think Aberdeen will have that bit more quality and they'll get themselves into the semis and well done to a man who knows Hamden really well Dell himself Derek McInnes taking his team to the final that's what you predicted on Monday night Achille win against Dundee United 2-1 yeah, it was um, a, a brilliant result for, for Comanet, no doubt about it. Um, and it was a big one for Derek. I mean, I seen the highlights. I was at another. I was watching another game last night. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see it yeah. live, but I seen the highlights today. The quality again wasn't there, but the most important thing is getting that win, and and that's what, what Derek done. And in his interview after it, he was absolutely delighted. And now he wants to use this to try and kick on in the, the league and try and get up the the league. Danny Armstrong took his goal really well didn't he Jordan Jones created it and a header from one of the smallest men in the pitch yeah I've known Danny for a long time I've tried to sign him a couple of times have you? yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and he was down at Wolves he came down to Norwich uh, down there he was, he was yeah. a very good young player he was um, never quite worked out for him went to Wraith done very well mm-hmm. and then got his move so delighted that he's starting to show a little bit now I mean he's I don't know if that's four goals or something in three games or something he's got you know and that's him just back into the side you know, so I'm delighted for him because he's a really good kid, you know, and he's got this infectious enthusiasm, you know what I mean, for the game, you know. Um, and as I say, you're just delighted to young boys get an opportunity. But great for Derek again, yet again. He's got a great record in the Cup, Derek, getting to finals now with Aberdeen. And I think that was underlooked when he was at Aberdeen as a manager. So he's done fantastically well and he knows how to win the games, that's for sure. Injuries though to Dodge and of course Kel mm-hmm. Lafferty was injured, but he'll be out after yeah, the tomorrow's meeting. Armstrong, he never featured much last no, year. No, the, the, no. He's not really featured since he went. Yeah, yeah, exactly. team. And, and Derek did mention that in his interview after the game that he's come in with a brilliant attitude in pre season. He's got his head down, he's knuckled down, and, and you know what? He cemented a place in the team and he's scoring goals and he's certainly looking the part. We hear from the managers. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. Celtic kick off in 58 minutes time. You heard the Celtic team if you're just tuning in. Segrist, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, who captains Jens and Taylor, O'Reilly, Moy and Hatati, Abada, Haksabanovic and Kyogo. Here's the manager. 6-1 at the weekend but he said he wants his team always to be clinical. Well, it was never a bad time, that's, that's fair to say. Um, but look, from my perspective, I just think we keep, as I said before the game, we just have to keep doing what we're doing. If you keep banging on the door, like I said, somebody will answer. You know, the worst thing we can do is when the goals aren't going in is change our approach because they're not going in when we know that we're still creating chances. That's where I think some lose their way a little bit. You know, the answer doesn't lie in doing something differently. The answer lies in you know, continuing to believe in our approach and eventually we'll take those chances and that's what happened on the weekend, you know. we you know, There was at least a couple of the goals that came from deflections that went in, you know, in the Champions League or in previous games, it would hit the post and go out. You know, that's the fine lines. But what you can't do is lose your resolve or belief in what you do because you're not getting the outcomes. You know, we believe in 
the processes. We believe in how we play our football. We, you know, if we weren't creating chances, then that would be a different sort of um, discussion for me. Peter Grant, you've been in the dressing room so many times there, also in the management team at Celtic. What would you be saying to Kyogo, or will he do produce some of his own magic? He's not been what he was last season. Keep doing what you're doing. I've seen a lot of the games live. His movement's fantastic. You know, as a midfield player like Barry or whatever, you know, who sees the runs that he does in his movement. As I said to you, on Saturday, I felt they crossed the ball earlier and Kyogo's been in the positions for them, but they, they've not done that in the games previous. And I thought the other evening there, Saturday, I should say, they put early crosses in and he got, Jack and Marcus got two goals, three goals right away. And I think the first three were crosses. You know, and I've said that if you put the ball in behind defenders, there's nothing worse. They've been looking for too many cutbacks, I believe, at times which midfielders are always... If you're a midfielder, you know that's your job to get back in there and block. And I think for Celtic, it's been on a few times to put that early cross in. They did that on Saturday, got their opportunities and got their goals. But I'd keep, I would agree with what the manager saying. I know he was a bit prickly about things that was getting said about the team last week, yeah. you know, about the chances and that. I agree with him, but he's got to understand that people have got an opinion on that if you're creating that amount of chances, you have to take them. But he's right in the respect of that you have to keep doing the right things and that's convincing your players because all of a sudden they start worrying about it start doing things differently no you're doing the right things let's just finish them off be more clinical let's put certain balls in and I'm sure the manager spoke about sometimes you cut backs on for sure but try the early ones because that's what it looked like on Saturday and as I said the first three goals came for crosses like that you know and I think that's important for them but it's another chance for Kyogo on that tonight and whether that tells you that Kyogo maybe not start a league game comes at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Starting with Jack and Marcus after scoring the goals at the weekend. The same with James Forrest. Who knows? But the manager trusts him. He knows he's a top, top quality player. He's got fantastic movement. And I think it's only a matter of time before he starts putting the ball in the back of the net again. Huge week next week for Rangers and Celtic, Barry. But looking at Celtic, um, the manager did come out and I think he defended his team after the Rangers result with Liverpool. Um, people were saying, ah, oh, Champions League's maybe a step too far. And Postacoglu came out and said, mm-hmm. He didn't refer to Rangers. He said, no, we have competed. We haven't scored enough goals, but he feels they should be in the Champions League. They have to go out and win against Shakhtar but next week. You would expect that. The manager's coming out fighting for the, yeah. for his team. And look, I see where he's coming from. I, I think at certain stages in the games that Celtic have played in the Champions League, they certainly have competed. They've, they've created the chances. They've just not been ruthless enough. And at top-level football... If you ain't ruthless, you get you get punished, and that's that's what's happened to to Celtic. Um, but in terms of the Real Madrid game, if you look at that up until sixty minutes, they gave Real Madrid a real game. Mm. You look at Shakhtar. I thought they were a better team over there. Certainly in the second half, they should have come away sure. with at least three points with a number of chances they created. Leipzig away and at home, I, I'd probably say Leipzig were, were the better team. Um, but they've certainly showed that a level of, uh, that they can certainly compete at Champions League but again it's all about putting the ball in the back of the net Paul It's going to be a big week isn't it we've got the Cup tonight the League Cup the Premier Sports Cup semi quarterfinals tonight mm-hmm. Kelly are through already to the semis this time next week uh, will be Rangers Napoli any information from your nephew was playing against them at the weekend yeah, for Bologna he started that's the first game and delighted he's, he's played probably all in for the start of the season maybe 30 minutes or so he's it's obviously been a bit of frustration for Lewis but he's done the right thing and, and kept his head down and worked hard and he got the opportunity um, and he played the full game Napoli beat Bologna 3-2 um, but i seen it and he acquitted himself really well now it's just about maintaining that and playing week in and week out and I think if he does that he'll certainly be a right good player for Bologna quick break and then we're back after this the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kennishead Road Darnley let's go 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 
Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. This is Paul Cooney on Glasgow's newest and growing radio station. It's Go Radio. We're here with Macklin Motors, the Go Radio football show, in the company of two old firm legends, Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers captain, who lifted the League Cup five times, as I recall. Yep. Yep, yep. The first one was 98, 99 season, and it was at Celtic Park. Reconstruction. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we played St. Johnson. Um, and it, uh, if I remember, it wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't it a great game? Wasn't it was um, I for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? Is yeah. that's when I was I was making my, my mark in terms of I was playing regular. Yeah. So that was my first real trophy. And do you know what? It means a lot to me. And that season we got that first trophy. We kicked on for there. And it wasn't, as I said, it wasn't a brilliant performance. But do you know what? It gave us that confidence to go on and and um, have a right good season that's the thing Peter isn't it it's part of the treble if you do a treble League Cup is in there every much, every bit as much as the Scottish Cup or, or the league itself and we know the league's the biggest any silverware Paul yeah. and my, God rest my grand I always blame him <laughs> because I, I picked your team when I was about four years of age right. standing with the cup people always say don't touch the cups before you win uh-huh. them and it was about four years of age and I've got to stand in there with a the trophy with a picture of my grandfather Pride place in the house, everything like that. Me and my wee cousin standing there like that, and I never ever won it. You, you know, you touched it. I then. touched it then at four years of age, and that always sticks in my mind because somebody says that, oh, you don't touch the trophies before you win them. So that definitely proved that. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm was on, correct. I won my medal around my neck for a, a couple of days because do you know what? It's yeah. your first real medal as a, a, a professional. Look, you won in the youth cup and youth leagues yeah. and whatever, but to get that first medal, I, I was proud as punch, and it means a lot. Your first medal. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. People talk about finances and players and the monies they earn. I don't care what anybody does. There is nothing better than having medals, winners' medals. There is nothing better. Nothing can replace that because nobody else can buy them. They can buy them at auction or whatever. But you can't go out the street and just buy a winner's medal and say, oh, I'm a winner. You know, and having that winner in front of your name, we're talking about James Forrest earlier on, look at the amount of trophies that James has won. You know, he's got 100 goals for Celtic, all these things. You know, fantastic. He looked back in his career and he'll be one of, the, obviously, the main men with the amount of trophies that he's had at Celtic Football Club and all the history that they've had at their football club. James is up there with the, the very best, you know, and there's no hiding place for that. And that's just because he was a winner. People would forget him if he was a loser and hadn't won anything. He'd been away from the club many, many years ago, whatever. And that shows you the difference. And that's why we're saying the League Cup is so important, as well as the Scottish Cup, as well as the League Championship. They're all desperate to win, especially if you pull on the Celtic strip or the Rangers strip, that's for sure. Love it. It's great to hear the enthusiasm. So how did you I, celebrate? Did you go to the Grosvenor Hotel? Is that where Celtic used to celebrate it? No. In the West End? We used to no. go back sometimes to Celtic Park or predominantly in our time we'd go back to the, one of the players' houses. Right. You know, we'd always go back to a house, have a sing-song, a few the biggest house? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it wasn't even that, Paul. It was, well, right, yeah. get a bag of crisps, you buy the crisps, you buy the drink, you buy the pies, <laughs> you get the fish suppers. And everybody went back there because I think nobody talked back about respect. It was yeah. funny. You didn't want you to be going and throwing it in Rangers supporters' no. faces out and right. anywhere. And I think that was thing we were always conscious of. You know, we didn't want to be upsetting anybody else. We wanted to enjoy ourselves, you know. But we'd rather enjoy it in our own company so nobody was getting in any trouble or whatever. And I loved it. You'd have a sing-song and all the teammates were there and their wives and families and whatever. And it was brilliant, you know, when you won trophies. And as I say, I, I, that was my biggest regret. When we didn't win the trophies for the amount of time we did after the 89, right to 95, I think it was. And when we won in 95, I never had a drink for two days, I think it was. After, after the Scottish it. Cup final? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And I never had a drink for two days because I always <laughs> thought for Celtic or Rangers, you'd be winning a trophy every year. 
you know, or something like that. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. And it was one thing that always stuck in my mind after going so long without a trophy that I was going to make sure I enjoyed that and remembered every moment of it. Barry. Well, I couldn't yeah. say the same thing. <laughs> you think he's weird at that point? <laughs> yes. no, but I thought it was weird. I was always a big believer in listen, celebrate because it could be your last year. You know what I mean? That's the kind of mindset I always had, and and uh, we went always back to Ibrox. And some of the celebration, I've got to be honest with you, went on for three or four days. Um, certainly ones at the end of the season when it was the League of the Scottish mm-hmm. Cup, where you could really go and celebrate. A League Cup was maybe one night, yeah, because obviously you've got games. Yeah. Maybe three days, three days after it. Um, but I always had the mindset as that could have been my last ever medal to win, a trophy to pick up. So I went and, and made the most of it. And certainly <laughs> and celebrated because most of us never play it professional and never. The number of players who win the, the big trophies is tiny. Yeah, and compared see to everyone see that the medals, it. I'm lucky enough to, yeah. to win 16 medals in my, my career. I always go and I open them up. They were up at my mum and dad's. I brought them back down because yeah. I, I need. I've got the brasso. Yeah, oh, I need yeah. to go and clean <laughs> them. Yeah, the brasso at tomorrow. I need yeah. to shine them, shine yeah. them up. And see, sometimes <laughs> when open, I look at it, oh. and I'm talking about even my youth team medals. I think to myself, how lucky I've done something That's, that yeah. hundreds of thousands and millions of people would have loved to have done um, and that's always a wee bit where you just stand back and, and realise what you've what you've achieved because you've done something that you dreamt as a, a young kid Well you two supported Barry Rangers die hard Peter Celtic die hard Well that's the and thing but I'm slightly different from Barry and I, I looked at the pictures yep. of the players who you were lucky enough to share mm-hmm. the pitch with I always used to look at that more than the individual stuff because the type of boy I was I needed the team so I always looked at all the players that was on the pitch and who won, who was in the team. Because there was at that particular time, remember, it was only two subs at, at that particular time. There was no goalkeeper subs or anything like that. So it was very, very close in that squad. And you felt sorry for some guys. I, I know because I'd missed cup finals and that through injuries and whatever and suspensions. I, I, I've done that side of it. So I know that side as well and the disappointment. But it wasn't just the 13 or whatever it was stripped in that particular day. It was probably that 18 who went through a lot of tough times. So I, I'm a big one in looking at the pictures now and again and looking at it and saying, oh, bloody hell, oh, he'd done brilliant. What a laugh he was. And it brings back memories. And that's why it's great when you bump into them, especially guys. And Barry will probably say the same thing. Guys you won things with. Mm. It was slightly different, you know what I mean? Because the, the group was probably together a little bit longer and we things like that, you know, so we were very fortunate. And that's why I said to the boys when Ben won a trophy for six years at that particular time, some of these guys were winning in their first season. And all, all I spent my time was telling them, enjoy every minute of it because you've got to make this consistent. We didn't, you know, and we suffered. So, and that was the one thing I remember saying after him. That's probably for the next two days. Probably that's why I stayed without a drink, and then made up for it the third day. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. So uh, it was well worth it. But as I say, it just lets you appreciate every single time you pull it on and win a trophy. Yeah, Granny makes a good. But I, I do look at the the forties and well uh, as well. Sorry, and yeah, I actually look at so many players you've played with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we often talk about it in the show. And I, I think during your playing career at times sometimes just when you're in the moment you take it for granted it's actually until you stop and you look at your medals but also you look at the 40s and you think to yourself wow what a player he was what a character he was what he brought to the team and I, I do that quite often maybe once every three or four months I go and open the box up and I have a look at the, the 40s and I think it's a good thing to do yeah. 
This time last night, there were two giants of the game as well, Celtic and Rangers, John Hartson in the seat that you're in, Peter, uh, and Craig Moore. And we were talking about it in the office just before the show. We will move on. The games are coming up. We're missing nothing at the moment. Michael Beale is wanted by Wolves. That's the latest thing coming in here. But see the respect between the two teams. And I love the point you made there, Peter, that you do it at somebody's house or whatever, because you didn't want to go out and do it in, in front of you know the opposition fans. You wanted to go and enjoy it. It must have been special. But you'd have a real go. I was just chatting about what was Big John like to play against Craig Moore as well you played alongside him some great characters and great stories yeah. people love to hear it we're, we're hearing on the socials here at Go Football Show yeah well Big Oz was my neighbour yeah. which wasn't a good idea <laughs> 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 um, at Hamilton wasn't it yeah, yeah. but listen that's what yeah. we've done we went and celebrated with the, the, the families at yeah. Ibrooks, and then the next day that, that's what we would do we would meet up as a team we, we wouldn't go we'd go somewhere really quiet mm. out the way that's the way we would um, we would do it because you know what the west of Scotland's like, mm. and then it would obviously kick into a third day, and that's when you were getting yourself into trouble with the with the missus. Who's going to win it this year? Then should I ask either of you? Is there any point in asking you who is going to win the Premier Sports Cup? Let's hear from GVB. We heard from Ange earlier. Let's hear from Giovanni. He's just saying, yep, they'd love to win the cup, but success is always expected at Rangers. Every cup competition in the league. It's, it's expected manager of Rangers or player of Rangers to win win all trophies you're you're involved with in um, especially in Scotland because that's our you know that's our priority and of course the league is a priority because it means you qualify for uh, Champions League and are champions of Scotland but uh, it's important you know I want to win every cup competition I won a lot of cups with my old team uh, with Feyenoord and uh, also last year the Scottish Cup and uh, you know in the cup competition uh, in recent years you know we haven't won so we have to make sure we continue our desire and hunger for trophies Barry if you're being a pessimist you could say wow this is a banana skin tonight for Rangers if if they lost to Dundee on the other hand they're only one game away one win away from Hamden in a cup semi-final yeah, but I, I, I'm being honest here. It shouldn't be a, a, a banana skin. If you look at the quality the Rangers have got in Dundee, I've got Rangers should be um, taking a few goals off um, them tonight. But it comes down to attitude, how much they want it, because Dundee will come and they'll sit behind the ball and they'll try and frustrate. So it's up to Rangers to come up with a, a game plan. But I fully expect Rangers to, to to win the game convincingly. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Liam, if they get yeah. hand picked it. That's the draw that I yep, wanted. 100%. Home, Dundee, take it all day long. Anybody would have probably picked that. You know what I'm talking about, Kilmarnock, anybody. You know, because Dundee are probably the lowest rated, obviously, because obviously it'd be low thistle uh, at this minute in time. So that, that's the draw everybody wanted. You want to get us... People used to say to me, who do you want to draw a big one? I've always said, get me the worst team in it at home. <laughs> I'll take them all day long because I want to go and win it. I wouldn't get mine going through. But I'm, I'm a right bad when we played it when we went to talk about the League Cup final with Birmingham. We played Rochdale or something and nearly get knocked out. Really? The year we won it, I think. Away? No, at home. At home? And we wow. scored in either the last minute an to win 3-2 or something like that. And the next one was a, another really low-ranked team and we were fortunate enough to win that. But then we went and absolutely won the competition. You know, so he's right. There's 100% pressure on Celtic Rangers. That's what it means. And that's what people say, what do you try and tell the players when they come in? The expectation a lot of guys failed with because they don't realise that you have to win every game you play. Every time you turn up, you have to put a performance and win the game. And that's the next one's a cup competition. And let me tell you, 
If it's Celtic at going win it, Rangers fans will be fuming if they see them lifting the trophy and vice versa because they want that's the first part, as you said earlier on, Paul, a treble. And that's what everybody aims for to win as many trophies as you possibly can. I tell you what you'll be saying to them. You better make sure we're in that semi final. <laughs> That's Absolutely. all you need to say to that, that group of players tonight Because um, they've got to be in the semi-final after the, the break Make sure they're in with a chance of, of lifting the first trophy Because as I said, you've seen the lift it. I keep going back to it I think Postacoglu has mentioned it as well It gave Celtic some lift for winning the League Cup last year He did, it was a springboard I mean, because look at the start of the season He just came in, uh, he had to completely change the team Virtually, how many new signings? 12 but, but, signings, but, but, Look, at, look yeah. at the season before Yeah how, how difficult it was with the COVID and everything I know people keep yeah. going on about that Rangers had won the, the, the league so this was the first trophy since Rangers had won the league you know and then you go 1-0 down if people forget you know then they did two quick fire goals for Kyogo you know and it was a brilliant day you know and everybody just remembers you winning the trophy and you can see the delirium in the fans bear in mind they'd won so many trophies apart from the year prior they'd won so many t trophies and it just shows you how much it meant to the, the football club and the players and the supporters to win all the time and that's what I keep saying that is the expectation that you have to live with when you pull on either of the jerseys day in day out as long as you're connected with the football clubs Big success so far for Rangers this season 18 year old Leon King he was up in front of the media yesterday and he was asked about speculation about his future so many clubs watching him To be honest I just concentrate on the, the job that I've got here I don't really pay attention to it and it's outside these, these gates and four walls I only just see this as the start um, being a young one and getting flung into the first team at such a young age you obviously see the likes of Alex and Adam and Charlie as well getting their chance so being a Rangers fan as well it's, it's amazing Barry, I'm going to ask Peter as well. It's almost disrespectful that the club's down south. It's not disrespectful, but he's just broken into the Rangers team. What a chance he's got. So no harm in him. I think he answered that well. But he's still got a lot to prove. He's got loads of talent. And he's Rangers, just what you said, Peter, they're a massive club. Yep. Personally, for his own development, I think he's better staying for another couple of years. I like to see young players get 50, 75 games or so under their belt. And then, listen, if a big club comes in down south with a huge amount of money then I, I, I'm fine with that but listen to him talk I think he's got um, a good head on his shoulders there he's, he knows that he's still got a lot of learning to do um, but I think he's got all the tools I do I've seen him he's come into difficult places I thought down at Anfield um, in the Champions League I thought he acquitted himself really well the penalty I think he'll learn for that mistake again I thought in, in Sunday he, he forged a good partnership with Ben Davies so I think if he keeps his feet on the ground and he keeps working really hard and he, he leans on the experienced players in the, the Rangers dressing room I think he's got a big big future in the game Peter what do you like about him? I think he's done very well I think he, he looks as if he's handled that pressure we were fortunate in our time that was the age you were going into the first team because if you were 18 you were probably getting let go if you weren't in the first team. That was just the way it was then because the squads weren't as big. And that's why I feel for some boys that don't get the opportunity now. There's too many of them and the squads are too big and it's very, very difficult for these players to get a chance. The manager's obviously seen something to impress him and that, that's the biggest thing for him. He's just got to continue developing. Barry was talking there about 50, 75 games and then thinking moving. I told you before, I was nearly enough 100 games and I was still on the ground staff mm. cleaning the boots of the players that wasn't even playing before me. So that was just to let me know that hey, you've not arrived yet sort of thing and I think that was so so important for me I'd never get carried away because you appreciated it every single day of your life but I think that's so important and I'm also concerned that some of these young boys go away 
and end up playing 23-year-olds under 23s football. Mm. Waste of time. If you're going and playing for 60,000 front and 50,000 uh, Ibrox, you know, to going and playing with one man and his dog, there's no experience here. It's okay financially, I understand 100%, but I think there's a time to move on. And like Similar to Kieran Tierney done. I'm sure Kieran's had always had these experiences that people have always wanted him for many years. But he bided his time, his opportunity came along, he gets great experience in the Champions League and winning trophies. So Kieran Tierney, nobody could say anything about Kieran Tierney moving when he did for the amount of money Celtic got from him as well and good luck to him. But he was a fantastic player but he went with bags of experience. I, I would like to think that his advisors or whoever's behind him I'll be giving him that advice we're going and, and learn your trade up at, at Rangers and go and play play the play the game um, as I said he's a Rangers fan he just mentioned that there he's obviously living the dream but I always think it's better I've seen players that have played maybe 5 or 10 games and moved in and it's grand to say you don't see them again go and cement your place in the Rangers first team which listen will be tough but he's got an opportunity now with Golson but now I think he'll be in there with, with Ben Davis I think that's the partnership that will go until Golson uh, comes back but if he goes and plays 10, 15, 20 games and cements himself he can go and get better and better and listen finances will come because he's good enough and he's got the ability it just shows you Paul, the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com let's go, go, go so the big two in action Celtic in action in less than half an hour you know the team now Segrist, Juranovic Carter Vickers and Jens and Taylor O'Reilly Moy and Hatati up front Kyogo through the middle there's Abada and Hak Sabanovic a, a strong bench Hart Gikamakis McCarthy Idaguchi, Bernabe, who played so well at the weekend, Abelgard, Maeda, Forrest, who scored the hat trick. Should have said Jake Kumakis earlier, got the double, and Anthony Ralston. The Mullow team I'll give you in a second or two. Rangers in action later this evening, both games on Premier Sports. And Barry, I see that Rangers are not going to wear the, the logo of Red 32, the online casino, tonight, just for one night because it's a gambling awareness week. So they're going to drop it for one night. So I think that I think that's good. Yeah, fair play to them. Um, obviously as you mentioned there it's what is it Gambling Awareness Day yep and obviously they've got that on the on the shirt so I think fair play to Rangers for, for doing that yep they're going to have zero emissions on there as well so that, that's good to see because people really do need to gamble responsibly and there's so much of it in the game we're racing towards the, the kick-off time the headlines there uh, from Celtic the Motherwell team as well Motherwell have been in and out I need to ask both of you who's going to win the trophy is it going to be Kilmarnock is it going to be Partick Thistle <laughs> Celtic or Rangers James is it worth asking no <laughs> well I think the thing is Paul you look at it you've got to say in performances so far you'd say Celtic's shown the most consistent performances you know and I uh, Every time I've seen them, even when they've not played well, they've won. And I think that's makes a good team. And we're talking about the couple of changes I've had tonight. But as Barry rightfully said, it's a very, very strong Celtic side. And it's a, you look at the back four, it's probably the, the strongest one they've got at this moment in time. You know, uh, they obviously changed the goalkeeper, but it's a fantastic goalkeeper they're putting in as well in Benji Segrist. Mm. You know, so you're looking at the front line, you know, that you'd say that was the t- t- guys that would start. You know, you've no Jota available, obviously, through injury. So, it's a very, very strong side. And I just look at them now, and it's always important, because you've lost Callum McGregor, as we said. And I think the last couple of games, especially against Hibs, 
I thought they handled that very well without Callum. You know, you've got to give Moy credit because I know you get a lot of criticism for the game against St Myrne and it always happens, especially if you lose a game. You know, there's always someone that comes into the changing the team and they say, oh, it was this player or that player. And I thought he'd done very well at the weekend as well, you know. So, and I think there's a partnership in the central defence now. That, that's what it looks as if it's going to be Carter Vickers and Jens, who, if you look at the goals on Saturday, the first three goals, it was Maurice Jens' passes out of defence, what we said was probably one of his biggest strengths, you know. Um, they set up the first three goals, you know. So, I think that's important. And I think all these players realise that the manager's got this thing that he demands that if anybody drops below it, and that's why I said to you, that competition on the training ground is so, so important for them. And I think that's where Celtic just edge it at this moment in time. So Celtic for you, yes. for the League Cup, the yeah. Premier Sports Cup. Barry, what would you say? That's a good case that Peter puts. Well, the case I'm going to put has been far too long. The Rangers have not won the, the, the League Cup. That should be a, a motivation alone. You heard Gio um, saying that. that um, every competition you enter, you're expected to win, whether that's at Rangers or Celtic. And they, they shouldn't need a team talk. They've listen. I'm sure there'll be people in the dressing room, like your Alan McGregor's and Stephen Davis, who have won it before. I'll be telling them this is far too long, similar to what happened last year with the Scottish Cup. It was the same sort of timescale, Paul. So for me, Rangers, that that's the motivation they need. It's been far too long. I'm going to give you the motherwell team. Kelly, McGinn, Solholm, Lamy, Penny, Goss, Slattery, Spittle, McKinstry, Shields and Van Veen. On the bench, the keeper, Oxborough, O'Donnell, Mugabe, Maguire, Cornelius, Morris, Tierney, Miller and Ferry. What do you think the scoreline is tonight at Fair Park, Barry? Six. I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at their, their, their team and it's, it's still a real strong outfit. Even uh, five goals of that's been taken out with Yakimakis and and James Forrest but you look at the, the quality that's coming in Abada and, and Kyogo who have been let's be honest they've been top signings for Celtic so I, I think if they approach it in the right manner which I'm sure they will you listen to Posta Coggle every interview he, he does um, they always approach it in a, an attack minded manner so for me yep Celtic go through into the semis Peter do you think at St Mirren a number of weeks ago before the international break when they lost do you think he felt that some of the players just hadn't had enough game time and since then he's rotated it more and it seems to be working yeah I think that was a big disappointment for the manager because I think he wanted to be proven that you can change the team and the players are ready and it doesn't matter how much training you do it's very very de- difficult to replicate that you know and he'd be disappointed with the result and the way that Celtic performed that day, they were soft touch that day, which is unlike them. They've been brilliant at everything else, closing everybody down. And the goals they lost, I know the manager was really disappointed, you know, soft goals for them. Um, and I think from then, I think the manager's important, of course, but I think the players take it really tough. You know, they were, they've got enough guys in there, but it's won a lot of games and they know what it takes to win. And I think that was the thing. And since then, even their European performances have been very good. Their league performances have been good. They've won games. And as I say, that gives you the confidence to get back on the horse right away. And that's what good teams and good players do. And that's what the demand is from each other. And I'm going to the game tonight. I think Celtic will win it comfortably. You know, but as you say, it's a difficult place. Fair part is always a difficult place to go. You know, and Celtic will know they'll start right because that's the way they start home or away it doesn't matter people say oh, the first 20 minutes against Celtic keep them quiet but Celtic will just keep going they're relentless at trying to close you down it's just how many chances they take and I think Kyogo's due a goal and it wouldn't surprise me if we ended up with somewhat a heart trick tonight for him that, that's the way it is because he was very unlucky at the weekend when he came on and hit the inside of the post you know and he was hoping obviously that one went in to give him that extra yeah. little bit of confidence I don't think he's lost his confidence I just think the ball's not in the back of the net the way he'd like it to be 
let's hear Ange speak about tonight's game. Well, like any team, I guess, in the competition when you play away from home, and particularly in the Cup, I think we've seen that in recent years, that <coughs> there are always teams that, that sort of go on Cup runs and, and you know, do really well uh, in Cup competitions and sometimes belying their, their league form. So, you know, from our perspective, it's just about making sure. You know, our form's been pretty good, it's pretty been pretty consistent over the last part of the year and when we play well, play our football home or away, we know we're hard to stop and that's got to be our aim for tomorrow. So you're both going for a Celtic win tonight, Rangers, Dundee, Peter? Rangers. Rangers to win? I think Rangers will win comfortably. You know, I think Gio knows that this is a game that he demands that you have to lift the support. You know, right away you have to make sure you start fast, you start quick and get all the players. Simple things like they say, quick throw-ins, quick free kicks, closing the ball down, all these wee things. And I think once Rangers get in top, I think Rangers could win four or five, to be perfectly honest with you. Barry? Yeah, in terms of performances over the last couple of games, it wasn't a great watch, I'll be honest with you, on Sunday. But the most important thing was coming away with the, the, the three points. It'll be interesting to see what team... I mean... I've heard a few people talk about it oh you can go and make changes but look you can make one or two changes I just wouldn't like to see six or seven changes I think this is so important that Rangers make sure they send out their strongest team um, and make sure they're in the, the draw for the, the, the semi-finals because I said Paul it's been a um, it's been far too long for me um, you might see maybe a Morelos or a Yilmaz coming in but apart from that I don't think you'll see many changes. But in terms of one guy who's impressed me, Ben, I think Ben Davis has is, is, um, shown his worth. I've been watching him closely. Brings balance to the, the Rangers' defence. He's a good defender. He looks to me as if he's, um, if he's sorry, a, a good communicator as well, which is important with Conor Golson being out. But if he doesn't play Yelmaz, when does he ever play him? Yep. That's that's what I look at. You know, this is a game. If he doesn't play him and doesn't trust him to play him tonight. Well, I seen him do an interview, Grant, and he's saying now he's starting to see that you know it's like coming for Turkey. Yeah, he's only sure. a young boy. Yeah. He's taking time to adjust, and I totally get that. But now it's been three months. Yeah, absolutely. He's so been he's on the bench, and like, that's yeah. what I mean. So it's not as if they've just been leaving him to get fitness mm. levels. And I'll be honest with you, Barisic is not playing at his best. Yeah. So I think this is maybe a brilliant opportunity for him to come in. And show what he's made because like, you pay five, five and a half million pounds. That's a lot of money. And the kid will be desperate to play as yep. well to show people because mm-hmm. he knows he needs games. No matter what player you are, how much you cost or how little you cost, you need to get games to show people how good you are. Not one game or two games or come in every one, every five. So if he doesn't play tonight, that, that'd be a major worry for me if I was a Rangers supporter thinking we've spent that amount of money and he can't play. No disrespect against Dundee. I think there'd be question marks on that one if they didn't play him tonight. I would like to see him start. I like to see him start because yeah. there's a bit of pressure. You're at home. You're yeah. in the quarters. You need to make sure you get into the semi-finals. So we'll, we'll see what he, he's made. Of. And listen, there's good reports in Turkey. Mm-hmm. I've just not seen enough of him. Um, I can't judge him. I need to see him see him more. But you don't go and spend that sort of money on a player. Five million. Yep. If he's if he's not got a got ability, but there's, there comes a time when he's got to play. Absolutely. I see Stephen Gerrard has given a stout defence today speaking to the media ahead of the game tomorrow and he's saying yep you need to use tough days as motivation for when the better days come this is a tough period here at Villa but it's a great challenge can he rise to it he said I see the players I see the character and the determination they put into their daily routine if we stick together we keep believing the results will change they're going on obviously the media about um, mm. Pochettino I, I watched them at the weekend against Chelsea and they were brilliant for 60 minutes uh, certainly the first 45 minutes they, they were the uh, the better team by a, by a country mile they, they, 
only problem they've got is they can't get the ball in the back of the net but you look at the the attack minded players they've got there they're just no getting that slice of luck and, and sometimes you need one of the kind of games where you don't play well it hits off somebody's backside and it goes in and you win 1-0 so he'll be desperate for a win against Fulham isn't it? Yeah it'll be a tough game because Fulham asks questions off you they've got a good mix Fulham you'd always say they were a nice team I think they've got a wee bit of steel to them mm. all round you know and Mitrovic he causes you problems yep. <laughs> that's for sure does. Yep. Peter like a wee cough there we'll <laughs> just come back to you in a moment or two uh, and Too Michael Beals <laughs> yeah no, 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 no. fit as a fiddle we'll get you some water <laughs> uh, Barry Michael Beale it's, is it well it's good news for him he's just in a yeah. QPR he's been doing well and Wolves he are interested he's three yeah. point if he wins tonight they go top of the league yeah. um, I, I think so listen I think if you do well down there certainly there's clubs going to be be looking at you Wilson are looking for a manager um, listen by all accounts he, he was a brilliant coach he'd done most of the, the coaching at Rangers when he was up here he's went out on his own now and he's took that chance and listen he, he, he's doing some good stuff at QPR be a big step up wouldn't it Peter to be manager at Molyneux absolutely like expectation Sometimes yep. you've got to be careful and the balance has got to be right. But I think it was Steve Bruce that said once you never had a moving target in the respect of that. So when you get an opportunity to move as a manager, because the club you're at, when you're doing well, it's fine. But as soon as you're not doing well, and that could be three or four games now, you're out the door. So Michael's probably looking at that. Well, it's an opportunity to go to the Premiership. Will I get this opportunity again? Um, and as I say, it's a fantastic opportunity if he does get that to go. And listen... Barry will tell you being a manager being an assistant is completely different different expectation and you go to Wolverhampton you have to do exceptionally well because they've got a lot of very very good players That's the first hour in in the next hour Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant and we'll keep you right up to date with the Celtic kickoff, which is just what 16 minutes away The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Motability offers from nil advance payment visit macklinmotors.com for more info Let's go, go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700 and don't forget you can join us on the show on Friday evening just go to thisisgo.co.uk and you could win £550 as you now know we're with Clyde Built Home Improvements every week a great chance to win every Friday night here on the Go Radio Football Show all you do is predict this weekend's Premiership results Alan uh, St Johnson fan he wasn't too far away last weekend so that's another £150 on top of the prize which means this weekend the prize spot is £550 Peter Grant that would be nice for the weekend wouldn't it for yeah. that Paul take yeah. that now yes. we'll see if somebody Kevin can won. we cheat yeah. uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well and if somehow you can manage it <laughs> to predict it earlier on Barry it's somebody won fee per night <laughs> per hour <laughs> <laughs> if only so annual fee you're just smiling there because we can see it was uh, John Hartson in here last night there's big Chris Sutton uh, no I'm just uh, smiling yeah. at the pitch yeah. I, I just I thought I was going to third part I don't yeah. know what Grant it was always a leveller 
with the with the pitch. But now, with the surface being so good, your your teams like your Rangers and Celtic, who listen, I've got that bit more quality. It just suits them. I, I mean, you look at it; it's yeah. it's lush. Just looking at the Premier Sports, the I think that's a hose on in the background there, so they're getting it ready for sprinkler. tonight. Peter. It looks amazing. The sprinkler, thank you. Yeah, that's what you should drink out of when you run around doing pre-season. Pre-season, yeah, <laughs> eighty degrees. Peter, Absolutely. you're up there's Ange Postecoglou being interviewed. Big game for Celtic. They want to retain this title. Massive, and I think it's so important as we say. That's the expectation when you play at the clubs. You have to win trophies. This is the first one, and when you're at Celtic and Rangers you have to try and win the treble that's what you set out the season you start the race you want to win it and Celtic will be no different they've got a great opportunity tonight Muller will have improved under Stevie there's absolutely no doubt of that and they'll make it tough it's always a tough place Barry will tell you many times you go there it doesn't matter how good you are you know they always make it tough for you but I just think Celtic have got too much you know, there is no doubt in my mind when I see the group of players and then you look at the bench also and you were saying maybe Kyogo big night for him. What's your scoreline? I'll go 3 now Celtic and I go Kyogo hat trick. Wow, going for the Furuhashi Kyogo himself. Celtic fans love him. Barry, what do you reckon? I know you're going for a Celtic win. Yeah, I, I think they'll win pretty convincingly. I'll yeah. go 3 1. I, okay. I was going to go 2 0, but I think I say it's 3 1 on Monday night, so I need to watch what I'm saying. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear from Yusup Juranovic about tonight's game. Fair to say that, but uh, I think that we had uh, maybe. <laughs> six great chances but we didn't score and obviously uh, mine and uh, Joe Hart mistake that happens but uh, I think that we get comfortable with the ball if we do that tomorrow that uh, we take the ball to our team uh, play possession uh, play how we do and uh, that we will take the chances what we create that's the Celtic game on at 6.15 at 8.15 it's going to be the Rangers game Rangers up against Dundee the manager has been speaking about the kind of style that he wants Rangers to play well we want to attack that's for sure and sometimes it's in games it goes easier than in other games the more the, a team is compact and, and low with a defensive block the more difficult it is it's not difficult to see that and then you have to make the right decision in smaller areas that's why you need players who can create chance in, in those moments you know we have some players who are able to do that but are, are, are not in the squad because of injuries we had to change that a little bit to, to keep continuing creating chances the last games at home it was good and especially you know against uh, Marawa I think the first two chances we had uh, in the first five ten minutes you know you have to score them because then well, you know we make it easier for yourself but the main task tomorrow is to keep continuing our, our attacking uh, development and, 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 and create chances and score goals Barry what are you hearing there from Giovanni? That they're going to go go and attack Dundee and that's the way it should be Rangers are at home they'll have the crowd behind them and as I keep saying I think I've repeated myself three or four times Paul there's an opportunity to get into a semi-final and playing at Hamden that should be the motivation for this Rangers team and also you had mentioned during the show they've not won it since what 2010-2011 yeah. that's far too long for a club like Rangers so I don't think Gio need to do a team talk tonight they know what's expected of them and I fully expect them to, to run over the top of Dundee Go Radio Football Show, let's go on the lines. Sean is on, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Sean. Evening, guys. How are you doing? Evening, Sean. Good. Yeah, we're all well. It's always good when there's football on on the night. (laughs) What are you thinking then about the the League Cup holders defending it tonight at Motherwell? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a lot more positive after the weekend. We finally got our shooting boots back on after, shall I say, a frustrating last few weeks that this Motherwell game was very frustrating. The St. Johnson game was extremely frustrating. And obviously, we, 
we drop points at the St. Mervyn, so I'm glad we kind of dusted ourselves off and got our shooting boots back on. So no, I'm feeling feeling much more confident tonight going into the game. I, th- I watched the Motherwell game against Rangers, and as much as it was a close game, I didn't feel as if Motherwell was really a threat. I thought they were pretty average at best. I thought so. I think it should hopefully be a comfortable night tonight, and we can get through a semi-final, as Barry said, because we've seen last year how. How vital it was for Celtic to, to to get a get the first cup on the board and then push us on for the, for the rest of the season. How do you feel about the Celtic lineup tonight? Celtic lineup fine. As I said, I know there's a lot of fans that are kind of crying out for rotation, but we've seen that after the St. Martin game. It's hindsight's a wonderful thing. Once you get dropped points, you're you're kicking yourself thinking that we shouldn't be uh, rotating in. But no, good to see Seagrass getting. Getting some minutes, I think that's been much needed after Joe Hart's calamities in Europe at times. But no, feeling good. I think most important thing, um, get an early couple of goals, and then then we can maybe go to the bench and bring on some bit part players, your Abel guards, maybe get Itaguchi some minutes. No, but I'm feeling feeling good, feeling good with the with the with the performance, hopefully, and the the, the team. Yep. Peter, you must be pleased with them, Sean. That the amount of chances they've created, I know they've missed a lot of chances, and I've been at the games, like obviously like yourself. Um, but I think the way you must be really pleased that, especially the way they attend Europe, they've went and had a go in Europe. They went to try and Absolutely. win. Game, they went to try and win the games. I think that's been great, and it's been fantastic for the supporters. And I think the supporters appreciate that. Yes, of course, the St Mirren game is disappointing. But I think on Saturday again there against Hibs, I thought it could have been much more. Never mind six. You know, and I think that's always nice when you're talking about Kyogo not getting any goals in that as well. You know, so now when you just need him to get back scoring now and hopefully, yep, hopefully, yep. as you said, I think there's a lot more goals spread throughout the team now. When I look at them now, I think Hadzibanovic, he's not scored. I'm not sure if he's scored yet. But no. I think the way you look at him, I think he's got a goal in him. I think he's a, a good creative player. He can play in that front line. Jack Amakis, every time I see him, he's desperate to score, you know. So I think that's a big thing for Celtic. I think that could be the difference if you're talking about throughout the season. When I look at Rangers, I'm not sure they've got that many players that will score a lot of goals. People talk about Kent and that. I think it's two goals yep. or something. Where Celtic have Jack Amakis, Kyogo, you know, Hadzibanovic, you, you name them, Albada. And I think that's definitely the difference when you play for a Celtic at Rangers. That you, you get a lot of chances but out of the two teams, who's going to take the most of them? And I just think you must be really pleased the way the team's performed, especially in Europe, and it's nice to get back and winning ways, as I say, against Hibs. Remember who started the Saturday three point, uh, sorry, in third place and then a four-game or five-game unbeaten run. You know, so uh, I think they blew them away and it just shows you the strength that they have. Barry, I see that Lee oh. Johnson has spoken to psychologists. He reckons his Hibs team and others in Scottish football are brainwashed into thinking the big two will always beat them. Would it take more than a psychologist? Well, I, I'm to... just being honest. I think the big two have got too good of players. That's my honest opinion. Um, you do get freak results, but I think if you've got both Rangers and Celtic playing at um, the top of their game, I think they, they're, they're too far too strong for every other club. Now, going to psychologists or whatever, that, I think that will help. Listen, it, it may, but um, I just think both Rangers and Celtic have got too, too good of players. Um, and that's me being brutally honest, Paul. Sean, would you agree? Absolutely, yeah. I think Celtic and Rangers at home, I don't think they'll, they'll, I'll see them drop any points anytime soon in the league. I think. At home, you'd be backing on them comfortably week in, week out. Away from home, I'm always kind of looking. As a Celtic fan, it's always the same. When Rangers go up to Aberdeen, you're thinking that could maybe be a banana skin for them going to Tynecastle. But obviously, they, they swept hearts aside. But 
pretty comfortably a couple of weeks ago. So it's all I'm always looking at the kind of Hearts, Hibs, maybe Dundee United, something like that. The kind of big six, they were always kind of up there. Uh, to kind of drop points, that they're the kind of games, that, and obviously us as Livingston was always a was a banana skin for us as well. But no, I think I think now I think Celtic's dropped their, their points. I think that it's giving them a good kick up the backside. I don't see any of the two teams probably dropping points before the before right, the World Sean. Cup break. And what's your score line? Uh, I think comfortably. I think maybe three 0 Three 0 Comfortably. Yep. Thanks, Sean. Teams are out. Peter, just looking see, there. See yeah, teams out, yeah. I'm just thinking. I think this might be good management. If they post the Coglu, he might be saying to Kyogo, "Look, listen, you get left out. Yakimakis went and scored a double. Listen, there's your opportunity tonight. Go and go and show this, the Celtic fans because there has been a few people saying, oh, he's not scored as many yeah. goals or whatever. He's missed a few chances, but." I would start worrying if he wasn't getting in the positions. Well, that's my biggest thing, Barry. I, I think with strikers, what do you do? His movement's been excellent. Mm. He's been getting opportunities. So you take him out of the team so he doesn't get any minutes. So what the press and all those guys say, you know, he's not scored in six games or five games, but you put it together and he's probably played another, another, yeah. another. You know, and that, that's the problem you have. And everybody, and I'm thinking, he's not doing much wrong. He's not at the back of the net with the opportunities he's had. But as Barry's rightfully saying, if he wasn't getting in there, he scored them. I and mean, we know that. But Jack Amakis has come in and scored. It's not as if he's not scored and the team suffered, if you know what I mean, mm. as in the, the league forum. But in Europe, of course, as I mean, always said that before the season kicked off, when you get chances in Europe, you have to take them, especially in the Champions League. Because if you don't, the opposition, you, you could be on top of them. Mm. But they have guys at the top end of the pitch who will win matches out in nothing. And that's what Celtic and Rangers probably have in the home front. Yeah. You know, they've got that's the difference between them. Celtic will make substitutions and they'll make a change and these guys can go and have a big effect I, in the game. I always look at forwards if they're going through a barn spell, are they still willing to get in their positions to take the opportunities and maybe they, they don't take the opportunity, but that tells me that they're, they're, they've got the right mentality, the right attitude. And, and that's what he's done. Listen, you go back to the Leipzig game. Listen, if that, if that was three or four weeks ago or last season, that, that would have been in the back of the net. But listen, he's just going through one of these spells as all centre forwards do. The only thing is it gets highlighted because he's a, a forward and because he scored yeah. that many goals. But that's just part of being a, a, a centre forward. And, and listen, he probably, as you said, he'd be looking at Yakimakis scoring a couple on Saturday and thinking to himself, right, do you know what? This next opportunity I get, I need to make sure I'm on the, yeah. on the score sheet. That's the game just kicked off at Fir Park. I was just thinking so, he was running yeah. through there, he was about to score. <laughs> <laughs> it was Moy who got the first kick of the ball. He, he did well for you at the weekend. I think he impressed everyone. No, I thought, listen, he's playing in different positions as well. I always yeah. seen him a little bit higher when he played before, especially down south. I never can't, couldn't remember him up in Scotland because obviously I was down south at that particular he time. He yeah, well, he was exactly. in Scotland. So I couldn't believe it was the same <laughs> boy, actually. So, yeah. But he played down south, he'd done fantastically <laughs> well, and the manager played him there. And he looks better in there, but as I say, he's quite comfortable comfortable playing in that one and especially with Celtic who dominate the ball as mother will come on the attack down the right across to the far post too much on it and it uh, looks as though it'll be clear but no mother will still on the offensive 55 seconds gone 0-0 at Fair Park it's the cup holders Celtic who won it 2-1 against Hibs last year up against Motherwell so we're still going to be previewing the other games, but we'll, you'll miss nothing here on the Go Radio Football Show. I'm just Barry. watching the now the way they're set up. O'Reilly's playing the deep one. Yeah, he is. He's played more higher. That's where he played yeah. when he was at Brighton and whatever mm-hmm. in Huddersfield. He's a good player, Grant. He, he can handle the boy, ball, Moy. I, I spoke to Big Oz about <coughs> him. He knows him pretty well. Um, and look, when you seen him down in England when he was at Brighton and, and Huddersfield, you, you could see, listen, he's a, he's a player. Um, there's no doubt he's got the 
the ability just a chance with Celtic there Kyogo nearly getting the end of it yep. good play ball played in it Peter good defending. it was good defending yep. to be fair because it was Hadzibanovic again who set up a few chances at the weekend and he's got a great cross in there and that's what I'm saying about Kyogo he's trying to get across the front of the defender the defender's done except I think it's Lamy done very well in getting in front of him but Kyogo's right in the middle of the sticks and that's what you want your strikers to be did you enjoy playing at Fir Park? I always loved going to Fir Park I always thought it was one of these places because if you remember it was a slope then yeah. behind the goal mm. I used to love going there and watching even as a supporter as you, when Wally Petgrews ah, yeah. uh, Joe Wark and all these guys were playing I used to love big Wally McVeigh I used to go and watch Celtic then he used to go over in the far corner and it was like he were on everybody's shoulders because it was mobbed you know and I, it was a place I liked to go to and watch Celtic playing there and it was always tough but it was always tough even in my time you'd like to Dougie Arnott and all them there uh, used to score a lot of goals and that, that was when we used to like Rangers playing Muller Rowan about Christmas because Dougie Arnott always used to score the one that against them <laughs> now and again because it was one of these you when know, you talk about teams when Aberdeen were successful yep. Morton always seemed to beat them it didn't matter when Andy Ritchie and that were involved and we always used to think Mullerwell playing Rangers well that's a chance for them to drop some points because it was always a difficult mm. fixture I believe Sean mentioned a few minutes ago it's but Livy one, one ground I never yeah. really enjoyed why because of the slow well, Hamilton boy Mullerwell yeah. um, just never really played great there and you obviously come out the, the tunnel and you've got the this, the wee stand across it right in the right hand corner yeah. that's where the young team and the used <laughs> absolute batter me that's what they did that's the and local the slope, rivalry I mean yeah. people don't realise how big mm. a slope there was on Fir Park but as you say that's all been been changed and it's always a it was always a tough game and as I said Paul I always thought it was a leveller because you went there on the pitch certainly at the main stand it was always bare there was no yeah. grass on yeah. it and that's where the the water always used to fall as well and it used to be really heavy and there's a hell of a lot of good players come through from Liverpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's 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 the clubs, Andy Walker, Brian yeah. McClare's just Phil O'Donnell, Phil, you know, God rest them. All Mick these Fadden. guys, Mick yeah. Fa- absolutely. Yeah. So th- these were terrific players come through there. Tommy Coyne and that done exceptionally course, well there. Yeah. You know, Dougie Arnott, as we spoke about. You know, these guys yep. were all very, very good players. Three and a half minutes, four minutes gone, nil-nil at Fir Park. Rangers kick on. It's a, a double it's football fest tonight if you're watching on the telly and should in here to the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Um, Celtic obviously start the favourites. Rangers too. What about Aberdeen? Do you expect them to win? Yeah, against I, I the, expect, the listen, I yeah. think it'll be tough. I think Ian McCall knows the game inside out. As I said, he's got a a team that he made a few signings this summer but that, that team's predominantly been together for a number of years he'll go up there and make it tough but looking at the both team sheets and squads Aberdeen should have too much quality um, but Partey will, will give them a game that's for sure Jim Goodwin he's looking for consistency now isn't he I mean thrashed what less than two weeks ago by uh, Dundee United yeah i never seen that coming um, and he was raging to be fair he's, he was very honest after it saying just no good enough he expects more um, and listen they, they got a reaction we, we beating Hearts at the weekend 2-0 Peter what do you reckon tonight Aberdeen against the Jags I think Aberdeen will be too strong, you know. And listen, if you look at Dundee and Partick, I've done fantastic because they've got to the level where they thought they would get to in the competition. So Premier League teams, it's left after that. So anything they achieve between now uh, uh, tonight, it'd be a big, massive, massive plus for them. But they've came as far as they probably think, well, that's where the expectation goes to. Lasted probably in the competition longer than most uh, at their level. So they'll be delighted with that. But knowing both managers as I, I do... Um, 
I think they will desperately go there and try and soak up the atmosphere at Ibrox and obviously going to Petorje you'll try and get a win there and they've got a lot of experienced boys that's the only thing I see they'll not be frightened off at Thistle but I still think Aberdeen will be too strong Celtic on the attack again but it breaks down there can hardly take your eyes <coughs> and your ears off this but we're going to take a quick break will we Barry? Can we? Or will we just wait to see what happens here? Ball into the box. Motherwell on the attack. They've had a couple of chances. Nothing on goal. Not going to take a quick break. And then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Still Motherwell nil, Celtic nil. Coming up to 10 minutes gone. Barry, what do you think the crowd will be tonight for the cup game? Cup quarterfinal Rangers against Dundee? Um, but... I've heard that there's, there's not going to be a sell. I would expect a decent crowd, yep. Paul, 35, 40,000, no, no doubt about it. But in terms of this game, it's kicked off just now. Yep. Celtic have been dominant the first 10 minutes, so it's just coming up with 10 minutes. It's been all Celtic. Um, a couple of times, Mother have broken the counter, but now Celtic are dominating and just waiting for that opening. Peter, who's impressed you so far? No, I think the back guys, because they, they push right up the pitch, they're taking that chance, and I think they push in, and I think that allows the midfield to get close to Motherwell and not allow Motherwell out. And I think the way the managers got that, but to be fair to Motherwell and Stevie Hamill, you can see that the shape that they've worked on to try and stop Celtic playing between the gaps, Celtic are finding it because of the quality they have. Now they've got an opportunity to get in the box here. Just a bad selection. Should have, this is the one I'm saying. I thought a bad should just crossed it because Kyogo was free in the middle of the box and he's cut it back to the 18 yard box and I just think they do that too often and we keep criticising Kyogo for not scoring if the ball doesn't come in the box you're not going to score <laughs> the supply is so important <laughs> absolutely, isn't it? Yeah. absolutely if I was a striker and I know the ones that I played with they'd have ripped your head off if that ball didn't come in the box <laughs> never mind cutting it back just cross it in so I can score and if you think the teams I played even though we never had that fantastic success with McClare's the Johnson's mm. you know McAvenny's Andy Walker's they were all top goal scorers every year because that's what the one thing you were always made to do was create chances if you were, we always played with wingers it was crosses early crosses I know it's slightly different right-siders and left-siders play opposite sides now but Celtic have got a right-sider on the right side and that's twice they got any very very good opportunities and never crossed the ball and Kyogo was in fantastic positions and a great striker Frank McGarvey 100 goals plus for Celtic and it was very touching at the weekend when he spoke to the crowd he was interviewed also uh, on the TV as well and I know you want to, no, to wish Frank no, and the family texted him the other week, uh, last week there and spoke to his sons and whatever so it was great to see that he could get along to Celtic Park you know he'd, you know, he'd done a terrific job for Celtic as I say he'd done really really well for St Mirren people forget how good he was for St Mirren get that big move to Liverpool which people say didn't work but that could happen at any time the, the, the quality that Liverpool had but he came back to Celtic and was a fantastic player and it was one that I supported even oh, I ended up playing along with him but yeah. it was one I used to go and watch a lot playing for Celtic and really enjoyed watching Frank as I say he was a difficult one to play because you always thought he'd didn't know what he was going to do you know yeah. but um, we wish him nothing but health and happiness Absolutely Peter speaking about uh, Frank McGarvey's former teammate a Celtic oh, almost goal number one it's gone past the post and it was Kyogo what about that supply Barry what did you think? Yeah I think it was Hitati with the ball in is it? Yep Abada plays Hitati through fires it across and yeah he's got to score there I, I, I can't um, say anything else he, he's got to score but that, this is the one of the, the things that happens with strikers he's going through one of these periods where everything he touches doesn't seem to be hitting the back of the net but for me that's a, a golden opportunity and he should be at least making the goalkeeper work but he's got to score Paul 100% he's got to score there. a classic Celtic move wasn't it well that's what she spoke about it crossed it early Kyogo's in the middle of the goal 
at the end of the day the winger can't say anything else now I've put it on the plate for you you have to score you know and he's so disappointed but as I say that was my first I went for the hat yeah. trick he was going yeah. to get so there was a fantastic opportunity for him but as I say they crossed the ball first time no cutback and it was an opportunity which as I say he should have scored from you think if Celtic score early Peter there could be their advantage could be pressed home yeah, but they always say that. People always That's say okay. that. Don't let them score. Celtic or Rangers yeah. score against you because then it becomes a long, long night. And that, we used to say, we were the opposite and say they, the team could make, you're playing against could make it difficult for 80, 80 minutes. But once you scored, you could still end up winning four or five because they just capitulated after that. And that's why the, both all managers, you can see the shape they've got. They're working really hard. But Barry's played it against a lot of times. I've played it against a lot of times. And once you get that one with the quality you have because they have to come and try and score against you, then that leaves spaces and they've got the players that obviously punish you with the quality that they have. Motherwell on the attack down the right. Have they won a corner or is it a goal kick? It's going to be his goal kick. Barry, Rangers tonight, what line-up are you looking at? I know it's difficult in a cup game. Is, is he going to yeah, change? I, I probably look at, we spoke about Yilmaz yeah. coming into mm-hmm. that left-back. I would probably look at Morelos maybe starting, but as I said, I'm wary to make too many changes, Paul. I, I, listen, this is so important that that Rangers make sure they get into the, the, the semi-finals. Listen, I might be I might be wrong here. I might be wrong. Um, he might make a number yeah. of changes, mm-hmm. but listen, the most important thing for, for Rangers tonight is making sure they're in the semi-final, but convincingly, go and score three or four goals. And you know what happens there is when you score three or four goals, that lifts the confidence up and they can take that into the weekend. I'll come back to you in a second did Spittle leave something on that there? I think uh, he's very yeah. lucky if it was Spittle done it. it was very fortunate to get a yellow card I mean he's just wiped Juranovic yeah. right out after he's played the ball away and I, you know I'm not one for players getting booked but the things I see getting people getting booked for nowadays that's a definite yellow card 100% I see, I see Wally Collins on VAR uh, he is yeah uh, we, we reviewed him last van. night he's the main ma- is he the main man Kevin Clancy's the referee is he in the van he is, he's in the van wonder where that van is he's in the van <laughs> Clydesdale House oh dearie dear don't even go there yeah. I mean they're bad enough making <laughs> the decisions themselves on the pitch the now they're going to make wrong decisions on the pitch and the guys in the stand are going to waste it because they're telling us to come and look at VAR the, the standard's been really really poor you know, and I just think now they're getting away with murder because they're making wrong decisions on the pitch and they get out of jail because there's somebody sitting in a van tell them, no, you've got it wrong. And obviously that, that's in England it. where they've now had it for, what, three, four years? Still, well, and they're getting yeah. it wrong. One week it's a free kick, one week it's not. One week it's an order off, one week it's not. And it, it's ridiculous, actually, you know what I mean? It's, I just think... There's no consistency. Absolutely. We don't know the rules. Nobody knows the rules now. And I think that's the biggest problem. So what I'm saying now is the ones that's making the really poor decisions on the pitch are getting an out-of-jail card. That's their job. If I'm a footballer on the pitch giving the ball away, that's my responsibility. And I think nowadays we're just giving, taking all responsibility away for the, the referee and the linesman on the, the pitches. Did you see the penalty kick for Kilmarnock last night? The ball cannoned off Liam Smith and he was booked and soft. It, was, it was soft, yeah. wasn't it? What option has he got? No, listen, he's back to the game as well. Yeah, and the power that the ball yeah. struck it um, I, I've seen this happen a, a number of times and I don't see why a player can get out how he can get out of the way there so, he's even turned the wrong way Barry yeah, he's, yeah. Face, he's, facing his own, he's facing his own goal and his backs to the game he doesn't even know where the ball is yeah. when it strikes him in the arm I'd be interested to see what they would do if that was in VAR, in VAR. for me no danger that's a penalty but will they not end up slowing it down say oh look at that touched his arm or touched his hand that's or whatever. the problem when you yeah. slow it down it's like yeah. uh, 
Did you watch the Liverpool Man City game yes, at the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In real time with Haaland, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, right, it's that, it's normal. But see, when they slow it down, you can see it has tugged yeah. Fabinho, but at that stage, Fabinho's on the way down. See, when you slow it down, it looks a lot worse <laughs> than it actually is. Absolutely. And I've got to remember the pace that the game's played at. And it's um, a contact sport as well. You've got to have a bit of contact. Also in the box with corner kicks. You've got to have a bit of grappling and gripping people. And you know what it's like? They'll blow the whistle before it starts. The corner's 10. They'll tell them to wait. Mm-hmm. They'll get in and check the two boys. They'll pull the two boys out and say, right, you two stop carrying on, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And you can guarantee when the ball comes in the box, they're going to blow and give a free kick. That's it. It's like the referee makes a bad decision. The referee makes a bad decision, gives a corner when it's a bye kick. You can guarantee when the ball comes in the box, he's blowing for a free kick mm. to make up for the mistake he's yeah. already made. And that's the problem we have. That's what we should be looked at. And this is what we talk about managers coming out to speak after the game. What happened with Jim Goodwin? That was his opinion. So tell the referee, what did you see? You come out and speak after the game. Give them that responsibility because every bit of responsibility is getting taken away from them now. And as I said to you, where's Wally Collum going to be? Yeah. Where's he going to be sitting? Mm. Celtic Rangers game, last minute, gives a the referee on the pitch gives a bad decision. So what's the guy in VAR going to be sitting thinking, oh dear, mm. you know what's going to be happening to me after what criticism am I going to be getting here if I give one decision or tell him to go and look at it and he's got to change his mind? And that's just the way it is up here. For me, VAR was, for me, in my eyes, for the ball being over the line. That would that was the only way I would use it. Just like tennis was, if the ball yeah. was out, the thing the beeped, I, it yep. beeped, and that was that. And that's the way I Oof. think... Sorry, is it a goal for Celtic? Oh no, no it came off the bar. Sorry to that. jump in there. No, yep. Kyogo, this was, but it's obviously the referee's looked at his watch and it's, he's going back here. Yeah. Well, would that watch. be VAR <laughs> if it was in? Well, Sorry, it. Peter, but you're right, it should be the, about the line. Is it over the line? Absolutely. Because it's taking every decision yeah. away, Paul. Barry, what's happened there? Kyogo, I think it's Kyogo. I was just listening to Grantis, but Sorry, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a brilliant straight again. See, another, I think. The keepers actually get a fingertip to that. I would need to see it at a different angle. But again, yep. Kyogo, he, he can't do anything now. He's trying everything. Mm-hmm. Um, see it again. Took a great yep. touch on his weaker foot. It's a great strike. No, it's not over the line. But this, um, let's look at this here, Baz. Yep. Is that a penalty kick then? Ah. And VAR. If that, that VAR me, comes out. So that's what I'm saying. Because he's yep. headed the ball and the mm-hmm. boys come through the back of him. Yep. That's not a penalty. But that's what I'm saying. So VAR now, they'd be saying, go and look at it. For sure. two or three minutes, yeah, you know, and that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Now it's wasting the game for me, mm. you know, because the game football is different from most sports. It's not American football, mm. stop, start, you know. And everybody keeps saying, "Oh, we need VAR and to be like everybody else." Well, everybody else has been rubbish and have complained about it. <laughs> so why are we taking it in if everybody's complaining about it? Peter Grant's got a superpower, I think, because you said it should be about goal line technology, and just at that, it cracks it. Uh, Kyogo and yeah, the question was line, no, but see, but see that's worth watching again yeah but I actually think if that went to VAR they would actually give a penalty for that uh, exactly that's but what I I'm don't saying. think it is a penalty that's exactly what I'm saying so we don't know none of us know and I'm saying to Barry I think it'd be yeah. given as a penalty mm-hmm. but I'm not sure well the referee's not given it yeah. so now all of a sudden do I think it's a penalty no I don't because the guy's got the header first he's got an opportunity to score if the ball goes in the back of net you don't bring it back so that's Another great chance for Celtic. Yeah, good yeah, the game's starting to stretch now. Yep. You've seen the game stretches against Celtic. That's allowing the gaps for Celtic to break and, and find the, the the forward-thinking players in areas where Muddle are struggling. Muddle need to get back into their shape because Celtic, it's all Celtic just now. 
a tatty there with a, a yep. shot but he kind of sclaffed it but still Celtic trying to come forward Good defending but finally Muller, cleared yep. bodies at the ball yep. and that's what they'll need to do they'll need to have a bit of luck tonight Muller as well um, but once the game becomes stretched Muller are going to be in trouble Paul Seagrass doing a Joe Hart there, and he's well off his line. It's the way the keep, uh, the manager wants it he's to be. He's a good be. keeper. Him. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think that's a brilliant free transfer signing. Seagrass. He was always for me when I watched on United. It was always a standout. He was. Um, would you have liked to see him at Ibrox? It's yeah, not too late. Have, he's gone. Yeah, it's too but, late. Yeah, but sure. listen, you always want to see good players um, go to Ibrox and that. But he's a keeper I've, I've so, liked for a, a long, long time. So thousands of Rangers fans in the buses and the cars heading for the game tonight. Barry, would you have the? Would you change the keeper tonight? Just from the cup point of view, do you no. think he might put John McLaughlin no. for the League Cup? No. No. I, I would keep. I think he might. I think he may do that but for me no I, I think you've got to go as strong as you've got if everybody's fit which we don't know yet but I've got you've got to go as strong as you can because you've got to Paul I don't care what anybody says you've got to make sure you're in that draw at what 10 o'clock tonight sure. yeah but that means Yilmaz won't play tonight then isn't it I think when you look at it but you say your team do you know the back four because Rangers have had so many injuries in that position you need a wee run of games together to get better and better and I think you keep it as strong as you possibly can. Yilmaz for Barisic, I think, is important because if you're not going to play him in this game, I don't think you'll ever play him. You know, I mean, that's that's the opportunity the kids got to go and play. Go and sample Ibrox with a big support there. A game, it's, there's still a demand on you to win. And probably people say he's better going forward than he is defensively. So you're expecting Rangers to have a lot of the ball. So it maybe suit his performance. And it maybe gives him the confidence he goes in and has a very good game. It gives him the confidence and belief that he can play for Rangers. There's Hatati on the ball, the Japanese player to Aaron Moy inside the box looking for options. The ball played in, it's going to be a corner kick for Celtic. Peter, uh, the best spell, Greg Taylor back in the side. Midway through the first half, 0-0. Yeah, Celtic have had about four or five efforts. But I'm just watching, every time you see the picture there, Kyogo is three or four yards clear of his closest defender. So that's fantastic striker play. He's had two efforts in goal, one he should score, one he's hit the underside of the bar. You know, and another one should have been crossed across to him. But yet again, he's getting in the right positions again. So I'm at the time before he scores. Haksabanovic with the corner into the box. I moved positions there, Barry, so I missed it what happened. But it's been headed away still. Nil nil. It's just waves the yep. attack just now. Mm. Yep, Celtic um, are, are so yep. dominant. Um, as I said, once <laughs> the game becomes stretched. Muller need to get in the shape make it really compact and, and solid so Celtic don't go through but the, the speed that Celtic play it's one, two touch it's hard to deal with um, but for me at this moment in time watching the game it's just a matter of time for, uh, before Celtic get that opening goal and VAR is coming in in this competition in the semi-finals and the final so tonight's our last night without VAR this is the end of an era <laughs> it's VAR after tonight Peter that's right yep. Friday night is it the first game yep, that's used right. in Friday yep. night so yep. it's going to be very interesting as I say I, I've seen it since it came out obviously and down in England and there's a lot of times I've looked at it and thought it's to myself switched off here oh, what chance for Motherwell blasted Yen over the, switching yeah. off here I don't know what he's up to I thought the ball was out of play but I think that's what he thought and it, what an opportunity for Motherwell Slattery had a great chance there but that's slack babe yep. but Jens watch it back to the keeper to Sigrist yep, he, he, the Muddle player gets a yep. block and he thinks he, fair play to the Muddle yep. player he doesn't give up and so, that's a chance oh, yeah. that's Marshall. a chance I Marshall. think it's McKinstry that blasts it over the bar Who? but again that would have went to VAR exactly yeah. exactly Barry that's exactly what happened I was going to say that VAR would detain it back we'd mm-hmm. still be sitting here 
scratching her head saying oh was that in or was it out and oh right okay Val right, gave we it. get the point Granny hates Val doesn't <laughs> it drives <laughs> <laughs> me nuts you'll not be volunteering no the referees are bad enough never mind VAR <laughs> listen if you don't go back into management maybe you should be on VAR you can be on with us during the week and then VAR the weekend <laughs> I'll be doing VAR what do you think <laughs> that's right Celtic Rangers Rangers Celtic Cup final it goes to the VAR I would rather have been a bar than do VAR you might need it after Peter's decision not you'd always be fair same as you would be no, Barry no yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> never tell him what to say he comes that's straight what back we were saying on Monday wasn't it yeah. I'll do the right. old firm game send a I couple know. off in the warm up <laughs> <laughs> uh, 25 minutes gone Motherwell nil Celtic nil Rangers are on at 6.15 Aberdeen are playing Partick Thistle uh, and who will join Kelly in the draw already I mean it's massive for Kilmarnock isn't it when you think about yeah, it Barry it's, it's brilliant you know, this Listen, time last year they were, I think Granny says they, they always get a a good record in, in the cup and um, listen they, they were a championship team last year I know they were only down for one season he, yeah. he'd done what he had to do and get them promoted I think this season domestically in terms of in the league it's all about just consolidating and making sure they stay in the league but to get into the semi-final they're at Hamden it's brilliant for, uh, from Kilmarnock's point of view but How do they feel today? That's the thing, Paul. That's the difference. You know, when you're winning winning games of football, it's so important that gives you the belief. Yep. And that's what the players are doing. They're winning games of football. Ask young Danny Armstrong how he's feeling now, scoring the amount of goals he's scoring. I, I, I like the fact he went with Doys and, and yeah. Kyle Lafferty. I mean, mm-hmm. two physical players up top. He'd obviously identified a weakness in Dundee United and, and listen, fair play to Commander and, and Dell's team selection. But Doidge injured as well, wasn't he? Two of them injured, yeah, I think this is after the game. That's right, yeah. but Kel Lafferty, it's the decision tomorrow. The disciplinary on, oh, so exactly. Is. So Dell did mention that in his interview. We're going to take a quick break and then we've got a Rangers fan on the line. We're keeping you up to date with Motherwell nil, Celtic nil. You don't want to take your eyes or ears off at the balls, out of play, back in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio and Gigs in Scotland are giving you the chance to win your way to Dermot Kennedy. Sing your song together. Live at the Ovo Hydro on the 31st of March 2023 on his biggest European tour. Used to be For your chance to win, head to thisisgo.co.uk. Once upon a Miss Dermot Kennedy live in Glasgow next March. Tickets on sale now. The hilarious Rally Run the Ranger starts this Saturday for the final time at the Pavilion Theatre Glasgow. It's a fun-filled sing-along night out you'll never forget. A must for all Rangers fans. Rally Run the Rangers for one week only from 22nd to 29th October. It's selling fast, so book now on 0141-332-1846 or online at pavilionfeater.co.uk. If you're looking for a change in direction and a job that works for you, we'll give you the knowledge to get there. Become a driver or a taxi owner with Glasgow Taxis today and be your own boss. With flexible working hours and a job to fit with your lifestyle. Don't just put yourself in the driving seat. Get ready to own your career. Visit glasgotaxis.co.uk slash recruitment today and help us keep Glasgow moving. You were in a road traffic accident that wasn't your fault. It's important you're looked after by a team who cares. Cares enough to guide you through the entire process. 
cares enough to be there 24-7 and arrange hire cars and physio appointments. G4 claims care. In fact, we don't charge for our services. We're paid by the insurer, which means you get 100% of your compensation. Search online for G4 claims today. Keep 100% of your claim. G4 claims. Crofty and Grado at breakfast. What ever happened to the crankies? What are they doing? They used to do panel. They, they're not your panto heroes. I met them once at uh, an awards ceremony and I got my picture with them. I put it up on my Instagram and I wrote, um, with my mum and dad, right? As a, just, a, just as a wee joke. <laughs> but at the time, I was, rest- I was wrestling in America at the time, so I was getting a lot of Americans replying to my Instagram feed. And they were all going, oh, Grado, your mommy is so cute. <laughs> Go Radio Travel with MacklinMotors.com. Test drive the new generation Duke, now available with a hybrid powertrain. Moving towards 7 on the ME eastbound, you're slow between Junction 21 at Seaward Street and Charing Cross. You've also got one lane blocked due to a breakdown at Junction 13 for Proven, but your traffic is coping well. On the M8 westbound, you're congested at Junction 20 for West Street. On the M77 southbound, you're congested between Junction 1 at the Breck Road and Emergent Plantation. And on the M74 tonight, you've got roadworks and average speed cameras in both directions passing Junction 6 for Hamilton. Through in Govan tonight on Edmiston Drive, you're closed in both directions for roadworks between A761 and Copeland Road. And taking a look at your public transport, you've got possible disruption on ScotRail due to industrial action. Now, passengers are advised to check their journey before travelling. A ban on overtime work is meaning that some ScotRail services may be cancelled at short notice. Just as always, please check your routes before you travel tonight, and you can find the very latest travel updates at any time at thisisgo.co.uk. Half an hour gone, it's still Motherwell nil, Celtic nil, although Peter Grant a great chance a moment ago for Kyogo. He should have a hat trick already, Paul. I said before the game I thought he'd get a hat trick tonight, but he should have a hat trick, a fantastic, well, not two fantastic chances, one a fantastic effort off the underside of the bar. But as I say, good strikers, they keep going and he's got to keep going in there because that's the only way he's going to get that opportunity to end this drought of goals that he's so desperately wanting to get. It's been all Celtic. We are keeping an eye and an ear on it for you here in the Go Radio Football Show. We're going to go on the lines. Gordon, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Good evening, Gordon. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. Gordon. How are you? Aye, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Yeah. So, what are you thinking? What's your point tonight ahead of the Rangers Dundee game? I'd, I'd actually meant to phone up Monday. Oh. Um, it was just after watching the game on Monday. I'm just hoping for. Obviously, I think there'll be a few changes to the squad and that tonight, which is good. It's, it's, it's needed, especially with Tavernier at the weekend. I don't know if you've seen uh, the clip that Rangers put up on Twitter uh, just before the game of the players warming up. You could actually see Tav in a bit of pain, so I'm thinking he's needing a, a bit of rest up and that. But uh, it was actually after watching the game on Sunday, I was saying there's just a bit the the disconnect for the between the board to the kind of manager to the players. Everything just seems very, very jaded now. And, it's it kind of it's spilling it into the, the like the the stands as well. You can see it at games and stuff. It, it's no as it's no it's no as positive as it could be. And I think there's a lot needing done at the club. I think there's a lot of uh, freshness needed. I think even they were talking about like say renewing contracts for Ryan Jack and stuff like that. And I don't think players like the likes of Ryan Kent and that want to be there. And that's what I'm hoping the night. Um, yeah, I'm hoping the likes say like young Charlie McCann and that will get a chance to come in. I think hopefully Adam Devine will get a wee chance at the right. But I mean, he's he's not going to be a, a full time replacement for Tavernier. Maybe they can really replace what he can do now. But it's just the whole. I I don't know how how Barry feels about it. Even 
for the fans' point of view, it's, everything just seems a bit negative, even for the press conferences, your injury updates, and then he's looking at free agents, and it's not, they're, they're not really gaining any fans any kind of positive output. Everything just seems to be going into the likes of Edmonds and House and stuff like that, but on the pitch is what we care about more than the likes of your, okay. your, like your museums and stuff like that. We, we want to see progression on the pitch, and we have regressed a good bit. Sure, fans want to see a winning yeah, team. Yeah, I, I get it's a bit flat, flat at this moment in time. Need a spark, and tonight's a, a, a brilliant platform to go and do that at home quarter final. Go and win convincingly three or four. Get the fans again bubbly because listen, there there is a wee bit. I want to say disconnect, but I get I get where he's where Gordon's coming from. I, John Bennett done an interview a couple of, uh, was it a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and he explained everything. Um, what, what's going on or whatever but listen one thing fans fans want to see a team perform on the pitch and the performances of late haven't they been great I thought it was I mean I, I watched the game and I was worried I don't know what Gordon thinks at half time I was worried I thought it was really flat there was nothing really happening in the game and then that one bit of quality with Tillman kicks it off a wee bit they get a wee spark for 15 minutes then the goal goes against them and then you're kind of hanging on towards the end but the only way you can get a spark is for the team on the pitch and they need to do that tonight whether that's going to be changes I mean I'm, I'm all for young boys getting a chance Devine and McCann who I think are really good young players but they need to go strong tonight because they need to make sure before this World Cup break they're in the semi-final mm. now I know they're coming up against Dundee they're in the championship I get that but the most important thing is making sure you get there Paul Peter what do you see? No I understand what Gordon's saying and the most important any foot, uh, people at any football club is the supporters that never ever changes they, they can't, obviously I know they can't be told everything you know I think I think it's plain I think the manager would like to say a lot of things but doesn't say it because I think that's the type of character he is as if it's his job to get results on the football pitch he wants the team to be doing well with what he has I can guarantee you in his own room with his staff and that they'd expected more players more quality players coming in uh, to be able to freshen the full group up I, f- I felt because I know how well they done they were magnificent last year in Europe the expectation of that doing that again was going to be very difficult for them there's no doubt of that and then getting into the Champions League the same as Celtic you know if you don't play well or you miss chances as we've spoken about in Celtic's case Rangers never real apart from Napoli probably the, period they, the yeah. first period against Napoli they showed anything what they, they could do so they'd be disappointed when you look back to last year but I've seen Ryan Kent as I said many times playing against Dortmund it was probably the best I'd ever seen him playing for Rangers yeah. you know I've never seen big performances like from again so I think the manager's trying everything he's got to be positive he's got to try and galvanise the fans and the players and win games of football and that's very difficult if you've not got the quality and I think Rangers they've had a lot of injuries to be fair to them especially at the back the guys coming in and I think you're getting Davis who the manager's brought in who's done very well yeah. You know, and I think they've needed that from the start, but because the results on top of it have not been great. But I think they've picked up big performances after Europe when they've had a bad result and the, the yeah, home front, hearts. you know, yeah. and the home front. And you can only give the manager credit for that because that's not easy. You know, as you say, going to yep. Tynecastle is difficult after Europe after not getting a great result. And as I say, he's expecting more from his players. You can see his frustration at times, but I think I agree. The supporters are the most important thing at a football club, and they want their best players playing. They want Rangers to be winning trophies. I was through a difficult time with Celtic, went through it, as you know, when there was changing boards and yep. whatever. And I know how it affects everyone. So 
I feel for the supporters in the respect of that because you want your team to be winning week in, week out, as we all do. Um, but, as I say, I, I, I've been very impressed with the manager. I like the manager, I must admit. Back to you in a second, Gordon. Motherwell, nil, Celtic nil. It's been mainly Celtic. Three great chances for Kyogo. But, Barry, you spotted it there. Segrist, that distribution, the short pass to the defence. Yeah, that's catching the, the body play, yeah. Paul. Look, you heard Joe Hart after the, the Leipzig game when he made that mistake. The, the manager's adamant that's the way they, they, they want to play. They put themselves in danger. Yeah, they're going yeah. to take chances. But, as I said, that that's the way that Posta Coglu... Um, Team play, it. but yep. see in terms of Rangers, I get where Gordon may be talking about Kent, Morelos, Ryan, Jack, who are out of contract. I heard the manager use the word "the status is." We're still talking. They want to know how's the talks going. Is it are yep. they are they close to signing? Are they miles away from signing? We we, we don't know what's happening. I do, think do you think, fans, Barry? Do you think that the manager? maybe like yourself and the all the other supporters are looking at it and saying, "Well, maybe these three guys need to go." To let everything else freshen up. Yeah, I think there is a freshness needed. There, because if no you want to pay them top it. dollar wages wise, you but know. The, the problem I've got with them is you, how much is it going to re- replace yeah. the type of players? Because they, they are good players. Oh. Listen, Ryan Kent's not playing at his, his level. Yeah. We, we get that. He's a bit low in confidence. Morelos has not played much because he's Sholax for him. Mm-hmm. Ryan Jack, I think, is very important player. I know he's picked up another injury, which is disappointing. But I think the fans just want to know what's happening in terms of are these guys going to be going forward with Rangers or what's going to be happening um, come January is there going to be a bit of investment into the team because I do think there is needed a bit of investment to kick them them on after the obviously the winter break I know we come back on the 15th or the 17th of December but Mm. January 1st is there going to be players coming in is there players going to be going out and what's happening with these players that are coming out of contract because Ange Postecoglou said yesterday People keep asking yeah. me, what do you sure. think? I, 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 you don't know. I don't know. No, I know. I know. Where, and Postacoglu yesterday said Celtic are already identifying uh, players for January for the window. Gordon, before we move on, what's your scoreline tonight? Despite all that, what do you think? It, it depends It depends who turns up, really. I, I'd, I'd like to see us get and like, score four or five goals, but ultimately, as Barry says, you, you just want to be at Hamden, don't you? That, that's the most important thing. If we can do that, kick on and just hopefully as Barry says about January Celtic will identify targets we need to do that and just a very quick point I know he's struggling for time okay. quickly John, John Bennett says in that interview that Barry was talking about that the squad right now is the best he's seen it for at the club there's not a single supporter that goes yeah. to iBooks week in week out that would say the exact same thing that's what worries me and it worries me getting into January that he doesn't need that he doesn't think he'll need certain replacements and stuff like that because we desperately 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 need signings yeah no no Calvin Bassey from last year yeah, Aribo Patterson bit, listen yeah. there's no doubt Bassey and hindsight's a great thing but you yeah. can't knock back 22 million no, from no, Bassey no. I think they miss him Aribo I've all, you know what I was yeah. like I was a big admirer of Joe Aribo and now you're starting to see how much an influence he actually had yeah. on that Rangers team he could play holding midfield he could play in the number 10 he could play in the right he was a guy who could play anywhere and good players like him are going to be a big miss and but go- we need to there does need to be a recruitment drive mm-hmm. there does need to be a few players brought in I think and Gordon's point is John Bennett or the director shouldn't say this is oh, the best squad we've had the fans can see it's not as strong as it was this time yeah, last year the fans year. are no daft yeah, exactly that would yeah. be my worry yeah. if, if he's thinking that the, the, the fans are thinking then he's delusional because they watch it week in week mm-hmm. out and they know it's not to the quality that they expect so it tells me he knows nothing about football if he thinks that because it's so important you keep your best players and we know the money they got offered they just could not knock it back and quite rightfully tend the money and Celtic would have done the exact same thing well it's a, it's a big 
what is that five weeks left before the, yeah. the, the break the five domestic games in terms of the league they have to bring 15 points and they need to make sure they get in that semi-final the Champions League Napoli is going to be hard but see the one at Ibrox against Ajax that is winnable so they need to go out with a bang this next what four or five weeks yeah you know it's four weeks it'll be just four over weeks. the, the yeah. thing is we're talking about you've yeah. lost their players but you've had, as you talked about the players you've spoke about have not had anywhere near the forum Kent Morales have been nowhere near the players that they're capable of being for their club they've been nowhere near it and I know that and then you've had other boys that you brought in who have been injured so the manager's hands have been tied a little bit and probably that would be the argument saying well we brought players in but they've not been available for different reasons Gordon thanks very much for calling we'll speak to you soon still nil nil. 41 minutes gone hard to believe actually Peter isn't it it's been Celtic all the way and three guilt edge chances Celtic had three guilt edge chances but Mullerwell had a fantastic opportunity as well for Maurice Jens thinking the ball was going out to play and as you say as a defender you've, you've got to make sure you do your job properly don't ever give up on anything uh, because players are chasing things down but what an opportunity that was for Mullerwell and it would have been against a run of play Celtic have been obviously probably 90% possession never mind 80 or whatever uh, but the opportunities they've created they would definitely expect to be at least two goals in front Barry Motherwell still in it though nil-nil at the moment so the Rangers fans heading tonight you still think what maybe a 3-1 did you say or what do, no, you, what that, do you think tonight Celtic, that's no, for Celtic yeah. they need to they need to go and win convincingly they know that the, the fans will be expecting that Paul mm. and as I said you're coming up against I think Granty mentioned that when the draw happens you're thinking we're at home Dundee Championship see if the attitude's right the commitment's right you should be looking at three or four goals tonight Peter so in the hat tonight you'd reckon uh, Celtic yep, yep. Rangers yep. Aberdeen and Kelly are there yes. already so we'll find out about that's what you expect big show tomorrow night as well we're looking forward to that we'll be back at uh, five o'clock still a minute and 20 seconds to go and we're nearly at half time um, any standout for you for Celtic so I think far this evening. Yeah. you know have kept the ball flowing quickly and they've moved the ball quick and I think that's what you've got to do in a game like tonight but Mullerwell to be fair to them they've, they've worked from a good base they've defended well you know they've got bodies in to try to get in the spaces Celtic with the quality cut them open a few times uh, giving the ball away in a real bad area again here it's the first save that Benji Segrist has probably had to make, make in the game. Who gave the ball away there? Matt Arelli, square pass, which is always a dangerous pass oh. in any any level of football, the square pass across your middle of your pitch. And it was well read. Well, not well read, I just bad sure. execution with Matt, to be perfectly honest. very unlike him. They're kind of making it heavy weather at the back, a little bit with the, the way they're playing out. But up front, they've had some great chances. Uh, the football continues tonight. Enjoy it. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up after the news, it's going to be Joe Day, And we'll be back. Barry, you'll be back in a few days' time. You'll be back with us. We'll be here tomorrow night at, at five o'clock. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.